This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Did you catch the announcement last night that they made the uh, Trump team? Huge game changing announcement for not only Donald Trump, but for free speech, for the battle against big tech, for the parallel economy. Ladies and gentlemen, an enormous game changing announcement. Happy to highlight it today on my show. Also, I warned you about the Facebook whistleblower. What did I tell you? It's a trap. I said it over and over. Uh, not, I'm not wasting my time patting myself on the back because that's a waste of your time too. But I don't want you to think you're wasting your time here. Now you'll see. Of course, it was a trap. I just wish some rhinos up on the hill wouldn't have fallen for the trap. I'll prove it to you. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joseph, let's go. All right, Daddy. Yeah, Joe's, Joe's very excited today, too, as am I. It's infectious. Joe and I feed off each other. Why? A huge yep. announcement yesterday from Team Trump. <sighs> Let me just say I'm uh, smiling for a lot of reasons. Huge announcement. Don Trump Jr. went on Hannity last night, and he was on to talk about something else, but they uh, discussed the announcement. The announcement of a brand new social media platform and media enterprise by Trump, Donald Trump, and his operation called Truth, truthsocial.com. The war for the parallel economy and for freedom of, for economic freedom, for freedom of speech. This is a huge battle we're undertaking right now. Check this out. It's a big deal. You know, for so long, big tech has suppressed conservative voices. If you're pro-Second Amendment, if you're pro-life, if you're religious, if you're just a conservative, you have been in Facebook jail. You have been deplatformed. You have been demonetized. What we're trying to do is create a big tent, an open and free network for people to be able to communicate, to exercise your First Amendment rights. And so tonight, my father signed a definitive merger agreement uh, to form what will ultimately be the Trump Media and Technology Group and Truth Social, a platform for everyone to express their feelings. Big tech and all of those on the left for so long, Sean, have been saying, well, if you don't like the rules that we really enforce only one way on our platforms, go create your own. And so we did just that. So that's going to launch very soon. We're going to be in beta testing in the next few weeks. Uh, full launch, uh, 
first quarter of 22. Uh, it's going to be exciting, and we're looking to give a voice back to the American people. You saw what they did to the president of the United States. We want to make sure that Americans have a voice. No political discrimination. We're going to cancel, cancel culture. We're going to stand up and push back against the tyranny of big tech. I think America has been waiting for this. We've been working on it for a while. We've kept it under wraps. Uh, but now we are in process to get that going, to return our voice back to those who need it and who want it. This is how we fight back. We do. We do. No more trying. We do. And when you do and it doesn't work out, you do again. And when you do and that doesn't work out, you do that again. And you do it again and again and again and again and again. You take the light bulb approach. How many filaments did he have to try till he got to the one at the end? You fail 10,000 times before you find the one that succeeds. We do, we do, we do. Don't ever be afraid of failure. Take it as a lesson to figure out what not to do the next time. Do, 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 do it over and over and over again. This parallel economy is happening. It's happening right now. I'm proud with Align Pay and with Rumble to be a part of this parallel economy. And now... You can add Donald Trump's enterprise. Go today. Truthsocial.com. Truthsocial.com. I ask you with a sense of humbleness and of great respect for my audience to please go today. Sign up to be notified about the launch of this new social media platform. Go to truthsocial.com. I can't say it enough. Truthsocial.com. Go today. Sign up today. I did last night. I went to the app store and pre-ordered the app last night. Truthsocial.com. It's the only way to fight back. They can't cancel all of us, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the majority. Tremendous announcement yesterday. I saw it last night at about 8 o'clock when it came over on email. I mean, just stunningly good news. Truthsocial.com. Let's do. No more talking taking the fight to these people. I'm proud of them. All right, I've got a lot more to get to. That was a huge announcement last night, obviously. Ladies and gentlemen, I've said to you over and over that we're never going to win this fight against the left unless we digest what we're fighting against. You can't win a battle tactically if you don't understand the contours and terrain features of the battle you're fighting and the terrain you're fighting on. The left hates you. Not all Democrats. The left, the radical left hates you. They view you as subjects. Just listen to the way they talk about you. The smellies, the deplorables, the Walmart people, they hate you. You see it in this condescending, snide tone Peppermint Patty up at the White House briefing room has. You see it in the way Biden condescendingly whispers to you as if you're an idiot and you need to hear it in a low tone because he's some kind of, you know, academic behemoth who's going to explain it to you. The guy's a rotting bag of bones with the IQ of a four-year-old and he's whispering to you like you're an idiot. These people hate you. They can't stand you. And I've never seen a piece, I don't know this guy, I wish I did at this point, I've never seen a piece sum it up better than this at the American mind, Spencer Clavin. Title of the piece, Jen Psaki hates you because she does. I want you to listen to every bit of this because until you understand, if you really believe like the, the skin-coated bag of Crisco, Jonah Goldberg, that sellout rhino, phony fraud, who pretends to be a Republican, if you really believe like him that if you kiss enough asses on the left, they're eventually going to be the you're going to be the last one they put under the guillotine. You are wrong. 
They hate Jonah. They hate Stephen Hayes. They hate the dispatch. They hate the bulwark. They hate all of these people. And until you digest that, ladies and gentlemen, we will never, ever learn to fight back on this battlefield of ideas ever because they're not about ideas. They're about the golden rule. We believe the left are people with bad ideas. The left believes conservatives, you are bad people with ideas. They don't care about your ideas. They just hate you. Here, from the American Mind piece, quote, listen to every word of this. We are ruled over by a cabal of solopsis who feel outraged that the regressive pigs in flyover country express any opinions at all about the fruits of their labor, about the security of their nation, and about the health of their bodies. Their response is that we should just lower expectations for affordable food, that we should, quote, welcome competition from a rapidly arming China, and, quote, follow the advice of health experts on the pain of unemployment. Who could forget the treasley grin with which Saki invited us to, quote, stay tuned for Biden's forthcoming vaccine decree? Ladies and gentlemen, these people hate you. The disdain is obvious. I can't warn you in strong enough terms the growing danger of this radical left brigade. I'm not talking about all Democrats because I refuse to do what they do to us. Then I'd be embracing the very same ideology that they're all bad people with ideas. And I refuse to believe that. The radical far left, though, that tells us they hate us. Believe them. Please believe them. Remember Saki about inflation and the Washington Post and others talking about how it's basically all your fault because you just got a lot of money and you're going to buy stuff? Oh, shame on you. Washington Post, New York Times, you better lower your expectations, you dumb Americans. Remember when we expressed concern about the hypersonic missile? Saki's response, we should welcome the competition. From China trying to nuke us, you idiot? Are you always this stupid? Or is it just a Monday through Friday thing? Do you take the weekends off from stupid? This reminds me of the Jimmy Carter malaise speech back during uh, the Carter era where he blamed the American people for the economic malaise we were in. As if the government had nothing to do with it with the stagflation era and their ridiculously poorly thought out policies. Showing you again how much these people hate you. Ladies and gentlemen, nobody lies to you openly when you can easily discredit them by just saying, hey, this apple's red. Why are you telling me it's blue? It's red. I can see it. You're an idiot. That's a blue apple. You're like, do you realize how much they have to hate you to tell you the red apple's blue? They are openly like, they dis- the disdain is dripping from their foaming mouths. They hate you. People who openly lie to you hate you and they don't respect you. I am sorry to be so blunt and candid about it. But it's true. You know what? I'm not sorry. Why do I even say that? I'm not sorry at all. It's their fault. They should be sorry. This is verbal tick I have, I say sometimes. Here's a perfect example right here. Here's Joe Biden from yesterday. Just openly, brazenly lying. That is $3.5 trillion bankruptcy bill we have no money for. Is somehow free and is actually a tax cut? This has been discredited by everyone with a functioning neuron. And he still lies to you because this rotting bag of bones, this senile old man, hates you. He has no respect for you at all. And yet liberals still believe this. Check this out. 
cost of the Build Back Better bill in terms of adding to the deficit is zero. 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 Because we're going to pay for it all. In addition to that, half of it is a tax cut. It's Again, we, we have to go back to the Besmanov KGB defector video from the, in the early 80s. Uh, we play a lot on the show. I think it's actually earlier than that. When the KGB defector was talking about how stupid liberals are in the United States, how they're useful idiots, and how in their program, you can't possibly tell them the truth. You can walk them to the concentration camps and they won't believe it. These people are idiots. It is true. If you believe this, that this $3.5 trillion bill costs zero, you are an imbecile. Listen to me. Look, zone right in. I, 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 I'm not equivocating. You are really an imbecile. And if you don't believe it and you spread this around anyway that it costs zero, you're a manipulative liar and a disgrace to the country and your family because you are lying to everyone to advance an agenda. There's an easy way to prove to you that Joe Biden's lying. I, I know to the conservatives, I know you think, why are you wasting our time? We know Joe Biden's lying. How do we know Joe Biden's lying? Because his mouth's moving. He is a senile, rotting bag of bones with not an ounce of character or dignity at all. But you will need to argue this with your leftist friends because they are programmed imbeciles and useful idiots. Here's an easy way to prove it. You've probably heard Joe's probably, Joe's going to cringe right now. Thank you. <laughs> Where am I going with this? How many times have we heard about the Clinton surplus, right? Joe's like, oh my God, Clinton. This, used, this, is like, yeah. this is like the bet noir for me. I can't stand the Clinton surplus. Just put in a search engine, Clinton surplus, and you will see useful idiot liberals sitting there talking about, man, we got to get back to the surplus years where Clinton ran a surplus. We got to get back to those years. There was a surplus. Uh, Bill Clinton's economy was so good, we had a government surplus. So I just went to Statista. It's not a partisan site. It's a statistics site, statista.com. And I put in national debt of the United States by year. So here are the Clinton years, including a year before um, and a year after there, from 92, <coughs> excuse me, to 2000. These are the Bill Clinton years. I want you to notice the national debt by year. Again, it's not a political site, just a statistics site. When he got in office, it was uh, uh, four zero six four point six two. It's four trillion, obviously. It was then four four one one four six nine two four nine seven three. These are all in trillions. Five two two four, five four one three, five five two six, five six five six, five six seven four. Now, for the liberals watching, and if you're listening on audio, you'll notice there was a pattern in those numbers, Joe. What is that pattern? Do they go up or down? They go up every single year. Every single year Bill Clinton was in office, the national debt went up. So how were we running a surplus if we continue every year to owe more money? If you were running a surplus in your household and had $100,000 in debt and ran a $20,000 surplus, the next year your debt would be eighty because the surplus would be factored into your debt. How is it that Bill Clinton ran a surplus and the debt went up every single year? The answer is because liberals are imbeciles. It's true. And they believe Clinton ran a surplus. It's not true. It's a fake story. They used your social security money 
and they pretended it was a surplus. It's as simple as that. It is no more complicated than that. Clinton ran a deficit every single year. Why am I bringing this up now? Because liberals, useful idiots, again, will continue to tell you that this plan won't add anything to the deficit, which is absurd. It spends $3.5 trillion. So here's the challenge. Gee, pull up the next, next slide, if you would, sir. Here is the national debt in 2020 and 2021. Again, from Statista, public debt of the United States. This is by Aaron Duffin, if you'd like to look it up yourself. This is from just October 19th of 2021, so it's recent. The national debt in 2020 was $26,945,000,000. The national debt in 2021 is $28,428,000,000,000. Now, I guarantee you, next year, if this passes, this $3.5 trillion bankruptcy bill, that the national debt will go up in, in an equivalent amount of about $3 trillion or whatever the amount the bill is. I guarantee you, you will see it next year on the public debt of the United States. It doesn't matter. Your liberal friends, you can pick up your phone, go to Statista, put Aaron Duffin in there, public debt of the United States, and you will show them. If it didn't cost anything, why do we owe more money? You idiot. Here it is on my phone. And you probably don't want to call him an idiot, especially if they're your friend. But you get the point. You can say it in your head. It doesn't matter. They'll go, <laughs> you can't do that. You're a racist. Critical race theory, because these are stupid people. This is not hard. These people do nothing but lie to you all the time. It is all they do. Be proud, chest out, chin up, that you are not on the side of the delusional, useful idiot left. And no matter how difficult things get, you are always telling yourself the truth. The national debt went up in the Trump years. The national debt went up in the Bush years. The national debt went up in the Clinton years. And the national debt went up in the Obama years. No one has run a surplus in decades. Doesn't matter what you say to them. But maybe there's a third party listening who will realize that your liberal friend is, in fact, a moron. Maybe he's listening going, wow, that guy, John, the conservative, is right. If Biden said it costs nothing, then how come we owe more money? If Bill Clinton ran a surplus, how come we owed more money every year? That guy sounds right. Math. Tried it once. All right, let me get to my uh, second sponsor. And I want to get to how just the media chimes in and why, the, you know, why leftists live in the useful idiot bubble. It's always assisted by people they follow in the media who are documented, trained liars. That's what they do. They're actually very good at it. And they lie repeatedly and confidently. I'll show you in a second how it just continues to happen. And they don't care about the facts. There's nothing you can say to correct them because they have an agenda. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. 
That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You know, again, why do leftists feel this way? Why are they always constantly lying to you? And why do we constantly use shows like this to provide you with the facts and data points to fight back? That's the purpose here. Notice I don't just rail about stuff. I give you the evidence. I showed you the national debt every year so you can accurately fight back. That's the point of this show to not just be right, but be able to explain why we're right. Well, the left is always wrong. They're wrong about everything. And they're wrong because of people like this. This is a clown who works at Media Matters. He probably lives in his mama's basement. This is definitely a guy, you know, who eats s'mores for dinner. Um, probably a little gooey, too. This guy, Andrew Lawrence, um, he's kind of a clown. There's probably a reason, you know, um, he does what he does. He probably doesn't have life skills to do anything else. But he works at Media Matters, which is a, a, a clown site. It's a conspiracy theory blog that people openly laugh at, even people on the left. And they lie all the time. I mean, their thing is to lie. They lie, they lie confidently, they lie often. And they're not, you know, Guy came in this morning and we, I showed him this tweet. And he's like, you think this guy, you know, does he know he's lying? I'm like, of course he knows he's lying. This is what they do. They're professional liars. So here's Andrew Lawrence, Goo Box. Uh, here's him tweeting last night about my appearance on Fox News. Thank you for all the feedback. I was on with Will Kane last night on Fox News primetime. A lot of great feedback I unloaded on these vaccine mandates and my ongoing beef with Cumulus. And Andrew Lawrence said, on Fox News, which, <laughs> which has a vaccine mandate, Fox host Dan Bongino, who is subject to that vaccine mandate, threatens to quit his job over other jobs vaccine mandate. Of course, this is Andrew Lawrence, so, you know, it's media matters. Here we go again with the Fox has a vaccine mandate. Here is left-wing mediaite. That's right, left-wing. This is not a right-leaning site at all. They cover the media. Here is a quote from Mediaite. Fox News does not have a mandate, but it has some strict protocols in place. Again, Andrew Lawrence, um, is, uh, he, it doesn't matter. Andrew, he's a liar. This guy's been called out on so many. You have to understand, folks, he doesn't care that he gets called out on lying. He doesn't care. The guy doesn't have any personal dignity. His, his family's probably disowned him. You know, he's a big goo box. The guy doesn't actually have anything to live for. So he just lies. He doesn't care if you call him out. He doesn't care. We, this is not even humiliating to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, I lie. I'm really good at it. That's his thing. So, but showing you how the ecosystem works, that's just about poking fun at an obvious loser, Andrew Lawrence, right? That's obvious. Like, why waste your time? The point here is to show you, look at some of the replies to the post too, how people believe there's a vaccine mandated Fox. It's, it's a totally, completely 100% made up story. There is no mandate to get vaccinated to work at Fox. I don't know what to tell you. It's been acknowledged by every sane person out there. They're just making the story up. But here's a couple of uh, people on Twitter, lefties, they, who just, again, they're like, here's Dan Bongino on a network that has a vaccine mandate. So when, it, and here's another guy. So when exactly did Fox employees stand up to the mandate of their employer? <laughs> Here we go. And you wonder why every day, I wake up thinking, what kind of liberal stupidity am I going to have to challenge today? Really, I'm not kidding. You should be very glad. You should be honored. You should be proud. You should be happy. Chest out, chin up that you are not a liberal. I'm really, I am not joking. 
These people are buffoons. They are clowns. And the ones that aren't buffoons and clowns, they lie and manipulate people for a living. I don't even think Lawrence cares about lawsuits or anything. I really don't. Probably doesn't own anything to be sued for. He just doesn't care. It doesn't matter how many people discredit the story. They will continue with the story to discredit people who are trying to fight the good fight. I'm doing this because I believe in this. Your body is yours. And as I said last night on Fox, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not be cowed by the left. You are perfectly within your right as a free-thinking human being. Bless God gave you your body, not the state. You are not a ward of the state. Gave you your body. He gave you your brain. You are free to question this vaccine in any way you wish. You are free to ask why its efficacy went down. You are free to ask if a booster works or doesn't. You are free to ask why you need two shots. You are free to ask how mRNA works. You are free to ask if mRNA works. You are free to ask all of it. And we should not capitulate to the left with this. Well, I'm not anti-vax. I said, I'm not saying that anymore. You know what? One day a vaccine may come out and the vaccine may be terrible. And you may be anti that vax. Don't fall into their trap. They were anti-vax. They were the ones screaming. I'm not taking the Donald Trump vaccine. It's poison. I'm not doing these fools. These both. You owe them nothing. You owe them nothing. Zero. You ask questions. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) My favorite line from Braveheart. Remember when they're fleeing the battlefield? Stop, man. Do not flee. Don't flee. Do not be afraid. I'm with you. There are a lot of other people, a lot more influential than me, that are with you too. Don't be afraid. All right, here's what I got coming up. I told you the whistleblower, to be very cautious about the whistleblower, but I got some video coming up first. The fantastic Surgeon General out of Florida uh, under Ron DeSantis, Dr. Ladapo, who had just laid into the mask idiots yesterday, but in a very elegant professor, prof- professorial kind of way, which just dismantles the mask fascists. It was just a beautiful thing to watch. It was a surgical effort. <laughs> yes, it was definitely a surgical dismantling of the left. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, here is Dr. Ladapo. As Joe said, with surgical precision, dismantling the leftist mask fascist. This is just a beautiful thing to see. This is a brilliant Harvard-trained medical doctor, a genius. Here he is talking about how there's no evidence behind this mask stuff at all. You're just believing these lunatics in the media who, tied into my last story, lie to you for a living. That's what they do. Check this out. I, I want you guys to step back for a moment from what you hear sort of constantly on TV. And just very briefly, in terms of the data... That, uh, that supports mask use in kids and mandates for masks in kids, it is very weak, and that's a fact. 
But there is a substantial gap between the quality of the data out there supporting masking kids, yielding any benefit for kids whatsoever, factual, and the, what we're hearing from some of our public health leadership in other states and nationally. In Florida, we're going to stay close to the data, and we're going to let you know how we feel about the data. And the data do not support any clinical benefit for children in schools with mask mandates. The highest quality data find no evidence of benefit. He said it right, Joe. He's like, my gosh, I love this guy. So do I. Yeah. And I, you know what I find funny about the whole story, Joe? That 18-year-old um, bloggers at the New York Times with degrees in basket weaving and journalism because they weren't smart enough to pass a math test or a biology test, right? They're the ones going, no, nah, no, nah, I don't know about that guy. He's definitely a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. Hey, bro, bro, seriously. Corner, seat, sit down, sit your ass in it and shut up. You kind of look like an idiot, Okay. It's a Harvard-trained medical doctor. Why don't you take your, your gluteus maximus and stick it in that chair and just take the cotton out of your ears and jam it in your mouth? You're just humiliating yourself. You're the same people who promoted the pee-pee hoax, okay? We're going to hard pass on your medical advice. Thank you very much. Dr. Ladapo. Follow him on social media. He's kind of great. Ladapo, 2028. I'm all about it. Seriously, it's great. All right, here's one more. A lot of video today. Sorry, there's a lot happened yesterday. Uh, listen, when they're not lying to you, they're dividing you. So the left's approach is very simple to political power. One, it's lie and manipulate, get a group of useful idiots to parrot your narratives like the $3.5 trillion bill costs nothing. Get useful idiots in the media like Andrew Lawrence to perpetuate the lie and then get liberals in the population who won't do any homework, who are legitimately dopey to believe it, right? You know, and then attack people like Dr. Ladapo who say things that are obvious, like there's no evidence these masks work. Um, attack him, even though you're an 18-year-old blogger with a degree in basket weaving and you work for the New York Times. Attack a Harvard-trained medical physician. Uh, but when they're not lying, that's step one. They have to lie to you because their agenda is garbage and it'll take away your liberty and freedom. And no sane person who isn't lied to gives up their liberty and freedom voluntarily. That's why jail's a really bad thing. People hate giving up their liberty and freedom. When they're not lying to you, they're dividing you. Because sometimes liberals catch on to the line. They're like, yeah, I may like Joe Biden, this rotting bag of oatmeal. But even though I like him, that $3.5 trillion bill being free, yeah, that's kind of BS. So how does the left then push you to still getting them support, to support them, even though the, uh, you know they know they're lying to you? They tell you that even though they're lying to you, that the other guy's worse. Oh, he's definitely worse. Those Republicans are definitely worse. They hate you. They hate you because of your skin color, because your immigration status. And even though we're lying to you, <clears throat> wink and a nod, you better vote for us because those evil racist Republicans are coming for you next. You understand now the purpose behind critical racism training, CRT? That's what it is. Why they're training your kids to hate their white classmates? Because they need them to believe, black and minority students, that the Republicans, those evil Republicans and those white people are coming for them and we're going to protect you even though we lie to you. Well, Condoleezza Rice, who I don't share a lot of political um, agreement with, but was always very nice to me when I was a Secret Service agent. I, you know, I don't spin people's wheels. But Condi Rice went on yesterday on The View and just destroyed the hosts on critical race theory. And they sat there in stunned silence as she dismantled this, you need to hate the other guy to have some own dig have your own dignity approach that critical racism training tries to train people. Check this out. <laughs> 
a whole issue of critical race theory and what is and is not mm -hmm. being taught. Uh, I come out of an academic uh, institution, and uh, this is a, something that academics debate, what is the role of race and so forth. And, and let me be very clear. I grew up in segregated Birmingham, Alabama. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't go to a movie theater or to a restaurant with my parents. I went to segregated schools till we moved to Denver. Mm -hmm. My parents never thought I was going to grow up in a world without prejudice, but they also told me that's somebody else's problem, not yours. You're going to overcome it. And you are going to be anything you want to be. And that's the message that I think we ought to be sending to kids. One of the worries that I have about the way that we're, we're talking about race is that it either seems so big that somehow white people now have to feel guilty for everything that happened in the past. I, I mm -hmm. don't think that's very productive. Or black people have to feel disempowered by mm -hmm. race. I would like black kids to be completely empowered, to know that they are beautiful in their blackness. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, I don't have to make white kids feel bad for being white. So somehow this is a conversation that has gone in the wrong direction. Condoleezza Rice is damn right on that one. It's always been the conservative and Republican agenda to improve the lives of minority Americans. Yes, our agenda. It's always been the Democrat agenda. And they've sadly, they've been successful at it to ruin the lives of minorities. Yes, that's their agenda. Every place liberal Democrats are in charge in largely minority cities, they've ruined people's lives. They're infested these communities with poverty, with race issues, with crime, a lack of economic development, no jobs everywhere. Liberals are in charge are a cancer. They've destroyed for decades the lives of young minority men and women. They've decimated their lives. You, conservatives, have been on the side of liberty and freedom. You've been warriors for the cause of prosperity for minority Americans and every American touched by the hand of God with big R, God-given rights. You, you, that's been your war, not theirs. They're on the other side of it. They're on the other side of the battlefield. You will never, ever get to a country that has one collective identity when in order to make black children, you know, quote, feel good, and it doesn't make them feel good, it makes them feel worse, you have to teach them that white children hate them. Never, never, never. All right. Good job, Condoleezza Rice. Very well done. You notice I'm sitting there in silence? Condoleezza Rice grew up in the segregated South. She's, I was waiting for Joy Behar. To, oh, yeah, I know what that's like. Oh, yeah, you do? What, you were a segregationist? You know what that was like. All right, let me get to this uh, I told you so story. Again, I, I, I'm not, I shouldn't say that. I, I don't mean I told you so because that's kind of a, a jerk thing to say. I, I just, don't, again, don't want you to think you're wasting your time here. Um, I warned you a couple of weeks ago about the Facebook whistleblower. Had it, it had all the hallmarks of a leftist trap. Here are, you can always tell, there are features of a leftist trap. When you see these things, you know you're being set up by the left for a fake news story, and there's an agenda behind it. When you see the media, congressional committees, and activist groups, whenever you see them behind something, I can assure you it is a leftist trap. So with the Facebook whistleblower, we had the media. We had the 60-minute story, right? That's where it started. Then immediately, you had the congressional committee set up by Democrats. We got to get the whistleblower in here to talk about this. Like it was all just random. And then third, we had activist groups behind her pushing her message. At, we definitely need to censor Facebook 
And by the way, censor those conservatives first. Do you notice how 60 Minutes used pictures of MAGA rallies and stuff in their profile of the whistleblower? And I said to you, it's only going to be a matter of time before we find out who's behind the whistleblower and it'll be a leftist activist group. Well, here we go. That didn't take long. Politico, this will be in the show notes today. Please read this story. Bongino.com slash newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. Uh, check this story out from left uh, wing bull in a co. Once in a while, a blind squirrel gets a nut. Uh, the tech billionaire aiding the Facebook whistleblower. Turns out it's Pierre Omadier, who I already knew was behind it. I had already texted a friend, what, two weeks ago? I can show you if I... If I, if you'd let me, I texted him. I go, watch, this will be Pierre Omadier. It's just so obvious. It's always Omadier or Soros or some group like this. So the Facebook, uh, the, the Facebook whistleblower, this is from the political piece. The whistleblower whose disclosures have shaken the world's largest ne uh, social network have, has drawn behind the scenes help from a big player in the online world. Pierre Omadier, the billionaire tech critic who founded eBay. Omadier's financial support, which was previously unreported, offers one of the most striking examples yet of how Frances Haugen, she's the whistleblower, her disclosures have generated enthusiasm among critics of U.S. tech giants, offering a potentially crucial boost as she takes on one of the world's most powerful companies. <laughs> Joe. Did you... So who's Pierre Omidar? <laughs> I mean, every single time. Every... And some, some alleged Republicans in the swamp jumped on. Oh, man, we got to celebrate this whistleblower. She's going after Facebook. She's going after you, you dunce. She's not going after Facebook. She didn't even want to see Facebook broken up. She just wants government to ban everyone from Facebook who's a conservative. She said that. Here's who's funding her, Pierre Omidar. Go to Influence Watch if you want to see where he donates. So here it is. Pierre Omidyar is the founder of a multinational e-commerce corporation, eBay. He's a philanthropist and a financier of, what does that say? Left-wing organizations. Omidyar is a funder of left-wing politics as such. He gave $100,000 to the Never Trump PAC. <laughs> Omidyar is also a donor to the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee and the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. How many times did we say, it's a trap? You think they're in this to censor Facebook? They're in this to censor you on Facebook. So who else did Omadire give money to? The Omadire Network is a major funder of the Sunlight Foundation, a left-leaning nonprofit also funded by liberal foundations like the Rockefeller Fund, Knight Foundation, and Bloomberg Family Foundation. <laughs> Gave the group over $17 million in grants. Other grant recipients include the Tides Foundation, the Tides Center, George Soros' Open Society Foundation, and the Brennan Center for Justice. Oh, what a shocker. What? 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 Shaggy? Really? Can I pull this text up? I'm sorry. I'm, give me a second. I'm going to do I know, I know this is just weird, but I want to see if, he'll, if, he'll, if, it's, if it's there, what the date is. Here, here, the date. Oh, gosh, how do I do? I mean, you know what? I'm going to screenshot this, and I'm going to show you this. <laughs> so you don't think I'm wasting your time here. Here, save to photos. Okay, this is from a text exchange I had with a friend. Here, can you read that on the screen? Here, I think so, asking me who was funding her. Could be Soros. 
Maybe Pierre Omidyar. <laughs> it's so obvious every time. Please don't fall for this again. Not you in the audience. You knew. The Republican suckers who were like, yeah, we got a whistleblower. Yeah, you got a whistleblower. All right. Remember the three signs. Media. You hear a media story. Polar bears are disappearing. Boom. There's a congressional hearing. We got to take care of those polar bears. Everybody come to Congress. Three. Activists. The Eco Health Alliance or whatever. The Save the Pandas group. Is given my, whenever you see those three, know it's a trap, please. Every single time. All right, I got your, uh, I always try to inject a little bit of comic relief in the middle of the show. It's a serious show, a lot of information now. We talked about the national debt, the trap, the uh, parallel economy. It's a heavy show today. Here's a little bit of comic relief. So a couple of, I guess, transgender employees at Netflix who were offended by comedy, which is hilarious, pun intended. Um, they were offended by Dave Chappelle's comedy routine. And uh, that's my uh, next chair moving around here. Got to move that back or else I can't sit it. So uh, they were offended, apparently, by uh, Dave Chappelle's comedy routine. So they decided to do a walkout yesterday. Like, who really cares? It's Netflix. I don't care for Netflix, what they do. It's a, the Netflix is a company of lefties anyway. Who gives a damn? So they were protesting Dave Chappelle's comedy where there's some uh, components of uh, the transgender community, some jokes about them. There's jokes about everyone. So a guy showed up yesterday with a sign that says comedy is funny. And of course, the violent, aggressive transgender lobby decided to uh, run around and attack him, rip his sign down. But the funny part of this is these losers are so dumb. They rip his sign off and he's got a stick that the sign is on. They're like, he's got a weapon. He's got a weapon. This is so like in the cringe. This is like a level 9.5 out of 10 on the cringe scale. Check this out. Weapon? Yes. Okay. Get in the. There's my weapon. He's got a weapon. <laughs> He's got a weapon. <laughs> There's just simply no way to make these people any more pathetic than that. He's got a weapon. It's a stick. He was had the sign on. They just ripped up as if it's not on tape. As if it's not on tape. Really? There. There's a bunch of violent, aggressive transgender people or support whatever they may be attacking this guy ripping his sign down assaulting him and stealing his property committing a crime while claiming he's got a weapon as if we don't have it all on tape it's it's just like i said you need some comic relief during the day all right there's your comic relief a hey, big story about nih gain of function what happened in wuhan and fauci busted again this discredited at this point human being who should have resigned a year ago a disgrace to the national health infrastructure just got wrecked again by a government outlet under the Biden administration. I had to correct this guy in Francis Collins. Um, before we get to that, <clears throat> let me get to my last sponsor. Man, I got a really loaded show today. I'm going to fire through the rest of this because it's really important stuff, including another clip about Soros. My Soros rule is back again. Okay. 
I want to flash back here. By the way, I have Rand Paul on the radio show later today to talk about this too, where I'm engaged in this ongoing uh, beef with Cumulus, which we better have some resolution to uh, quick on this. Um, but I'll have him on later to discuss this as well. But here is an appearance. Uh, this is John Kennedy, a senator from Louisiana, questioning Dr. Anthony Fauci about NIH, U.S. government funding of gain-of-function research. And he has Fauci in a corner here. His take to Fauci is, is essentially this. Hey, did we fund gain-of-function research? Fauci's like, nah. Then he says, well, how do you know that? And watch Fauci's answer, because now he's going to have to do a humiliating little dance to get out of what we found out yesterday. Check this out. Sure, I understand your testimony. You didn't give money to the Wuhan lab to do gain-of-function research. That is correct. And you believe they didn't do gain-of-function research because they told you they didn't. We've seen the results of the studies that they conducted, and they were not... Including any private studies. Excuse me? Including? Any private studies. I'm not sure what you're getting at, sir. Here's what I'm getting at. You gave them money and you said, don't do gain-of-function research. Correct. And they said, we won't. Correct. And you have no way of knowing whether they did or not, except you trust them. Is that right? Well, we generally always trust the grantee to do what they say. And you look at the results. Have you ever had a grantee lie to you? I cannot guarantee that a grantee has not lied to us because you never know. Yeah. No, no, we know. No, now we know. I mean, how many times does this individual have to discredit himself publicly? As a, how many times does this have to happen before this guy resigns in disgrace? So he's saying, well, you know, we don't know if these grantees we gave money to were doing gain-of-function research to make viruses more deadly. No, now we know. Here is a tweet yesterday from Richard Ebright, a professor at Rutgers. Apparently, the National Institutes of Health had to issue something yesterday that corrected untruthful assertions by NIH Director Collins and Fauci about gain-of-function research in Wuhan. The NIH is now saying that EcoHealth Alliance, which was the middle person, middle organization in this grant, violated the terms and conditions of an NIH grant. Shows that EcoHealth failed to report certain findings required by the terms of the grant. About specific gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Again, folks, none of this, none of this is going to matter to the delusional left, but it may matter to some of the sane Democrats possibly left. The same, the insane left will continue to lionize and surgically attach their lips to the ass of Dr. Anthony Fauci, no matter how many times this guy is discredited publicly, publicly. He was wrong on masks. He's been wrong on herd immunity. He has been wrong on the effectiveness of the uh, of the vaccines. He has been wrong on just about everything of substance. And yet this is the left's golden calf. It's really disgraceful. I want to show you this, by the way, this should be the biggest story right now in the country. Um, And it isn't. It isn't because the left continues to cover for this discredited public health official Because they just want to take it to the conservatives. Because why? They hate you. And if Fauci doesn't like you, then they like Fauci. 
and they believe he doesn't like you. That's why they love him. No matter how many times his reputation is dragged through the mud by himself. We didn't fund gain to function. Actually, you did. Here's another hack. This guy at CNN. I never heard of this guy before. John Avalon. Hold on, whatever the hell his name is. But here he is on CNN. It's not just that they lie by commission. In other words, they directly lie to you. The left and the media, as I discussed on my Fox show last week, we've got a great show lined up for you this week. Uh, Unfiltered Fox. Please check it out. Thank you for the killer ratings again this week. Unfiltered Fox News Channel, Saturday at 10 p.m. Um, I appreciate it. Set your DVR if you can't uh, watch it live. We sincerely appreciate your support. Here's a lunatic on CNN. He wants to talk about redistricting and gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is a process by which politicians of both parties carve up congressional districts to make sure they get the maximum number of congressional seats for their party in any given state. So I want you to watch John Allon, Avalon, whatever his name is, I want you to watch him on CNN as he talks about the danger of redistricting in Texas, where the Republicans are in charge. But it's not what John Avalon says here about redistricting. It's what John Avalon doesn't say. So I want you to listen to this clip where he mentions Texas, a Republican state, North Carolina, where some Republicans had a role in redistricting, Virginia. And then he throws in New York at the end and mentions like a bipartisan agreement thing, but leaves out a key fact. But I notice he never, ever says anything about a liberal state being gerrymandered in this entire thing, making, implying by omission that gerrymandering is exclusively a Republican thing. Check this out. The real action is occurring in the states where legislators are busy drawing congressional districts to benefit the party in power. And Texas just showed how rigged the system really is. You see, the Lone Star State gained two congressional seats after the latest census due to massive population growth in urban areas. 95% of which is attributable to people of color. But Republicans controlled the state legislature, and they weren't about to make the congressional districts more representative of the actual electorate, no. So they went to work drawing districts that artificially increased their own advantage, connecting suburban districts with sprawling rural communities, consolidating minority-heavy areas, and generally painting Texas red. So I met Joe, Um, I met Joe running for office when I was running in Maryland. And uh, so I just went to, I, I did this intentionally. I went to the left's favorite search engine site, Google, just to show you this wasn't in any way manipulated. This is a screenshot of my actual phone. I went to Google and I put in most gerrymandered district. Remember John Avalon at CNN wants you to believe that gerrymandering is a big Texas problem that these evil racist Republicans are trying to suppress the Democrats vote. So most gerrymandered district, when you put it in Google, you think it would say Texas, right, Joe? Uh, No, Maryland. Maryland, that's right, which is run by far-left Democrats uh, where Joe is. Yes, they have a Republican governor, but they have majorities in the uh, state House of Delegates and massive majorities in the state Senate in Maryland. It has been a blue state forever. Biden, Hillary Clinton, Obama won by massive margins over there. So the Democrats control just about everything. Uh, Who redistricted last time and what's the most gerrymandered district in the country? Yes, Maryland. There it is. Google. Maryland is considered to be the most gerrymandered, one of the most gerrymandered states in the country. It's long been done as a way to disproportionately favor the Democrat Party in congressional elections. Avalon didn't. It's weird. He didn't mention that. It's Mm -hmm. strange because the district I ran in in Maryland was Congressional District 6 in Western Maryland, which was represented by Roscoe Bartlett for years. And then to get rid of Republican Roscoe Bartlett, what did they do? 
They took away Carroll County and portions of his district. And they added into his district liberal Montgomery County so they could get Roscoe Bartlett out, which they successfully did. Is that people picking their voters instead of voters picking their people? Or does that just work in Texas? You see my point here? It's a CNN. They're liars. I'm t- I will tell you the truth because I owe you that. Is Texas gerrymandered? Yes. Is North Carolina gerrymandered? Yes. Is Maryland a blue state gerrymandered? Yeah, it's the worst in the country. Is Illinois gerrymandered? You bet your caboose. Is California gerrymandered? Oh, yeah. Is the bipartisan commission in New York going to gerrymander? No, because they're silencing the Republicans and forcing through their own map. Yeah, the Democrats. Notice how John Avalon left that out? If you listen to that whole piece, left that out. It's again, CNN are frauds. You'll get the truth here. Yeah, gerrymandering is an issue. Democrats and Republicans do it. There's no way to stop it. You don't want your state gerrymandered by Democrats? Vote for Republicans. You don't want your state gerrymandered by Republicans? Vote for Democrats. What do you want? Republicans and Democrats on the courts to gerrymander your state? Okay. Um, shockingly, I'm going to get through all this, which is stunning. Uh, the Againo, by the way, is testifying right now, the attorney general in name only. <laughs> Here's Jerry Nadler. Pants. You ever see who keeps his, Joe, you ever see who keeps his belt up to like the lower yeah. end of his pectorals? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see some of those pics. But in Jerry Nadler's pants. Remember my George Soros rule? The George Soros rule is this. Um, whenever the left tells you not to talk about George Soros, you should talk about George Soros twice. But one of the ways they get you to stop talking about George Soros and his massive influence in leftist politics in the United States is to claim anti-Semitism. That's all BS. Just disregard that and laugh at them when they say, I mean, laugh at them. Like literally, <laughs> you, you, you're just making that up, you idiot. Half the people that George Soros, they, they couldn't care any less about his religion, lack of religion, what his religion is, what it was, what it is, what it will be. Nobody cares. It's about George Soros's politics. Just laugh at these idiots because they're morons. And by the way, it's the anti-Semites saying that. It's the anti-Semites who hate Israel and any defense of Israel who are actually saying that, which I find kind of ironic. So he was Glenn Youngkin, terrific candidate for governor. Please get out and vote for him if you're in the great state of Virginia. Uh, here's Glenn Youngkin talking about, and good for him, George Soros's influence in local elections and school boards. And of course, the left had to go on attack. Check this out. The blame for these wrongs and the present chaos in our schools lays squarely, squarely at the feet of 40-year politician Terry McAuliffe. George Soros backed allies. These allies that are in the left, liberal, progressive movement, they've inserted political operatives into our school system disguised as school boards. So what did Glenn Youngkin say there that was wrong? Let's check out a few headlines. Washington Free Beacon. Soros' new PAC dropped $625,000 on Virginia Democrats ahead of pivotal elections. Headline number two, Washington Post. PAC funded by George Soros pumps nearly $1 million into local races for prosecutor. We could do this all day, folks, about George Soros' money. So here's a hack, uh, Congresswoman in Virginia, too. That's uh, that, that, uh, that seat that was held by, um, what was his name? The, uh, was he a Navy SEAL? He was a good guy. And uh, he tragically lost to this buffoon. Here's Elaine Loria. Is that Hampton Roads, that district down there? She says, I call it out my own party and I'm calling it out now. Evoking George Soros as a shadowy funder is an anti-Semitic 
conspiracy theory. This is unacceptable, this statement from Glenn Youngkin. Um, everyone who lives in Virginia, too, should email and call Elaine Loria's office today. And as we always do it, we can respectfully ask what evidence she has. This is in any way motivated by George Soros's self-professed uh, religion. Is there any evidence of that at all? You should probably send her these headlines as well and ask why she's making things up and why she's a liar. Elaine Laurie is just afraid that the truth will come out about Soros's role in funding massive leftist, leftist operations. It's Elaine Laurie, the joke, the clown. Again, what's that? Yeah, yeah, Guy is uh, Guy's Jewish, and he was unaware he's also uh, anti-Semitic as well, even though he is a <laughs> Jewish. Jesus. <laughs> Meanwhile, the anti-Semites are uh, I mean, are obviously and openly on the left. There was that story I just saw on social media yesterday. Sorry, I'm just throwing this in. There was this group associated with a rally Corey Bush and the squad were involved in, and they wanted to eliminate Jews from the group. No Jews were allowed in or Jewish groups. And uh, apparently they can't get a comment from AOC or Corey Bushman. Remember, these are the people lecturing you about Soros and anti-Semitism. <laughs> Clowns. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to my podcast on Rumble. I don't know how long this... Uh, Things going to continue with the radio show. So uh, rumble.com slash Bongino. You can always find me there. And remember, truthsocial.com. Sign up today. Donald Trump's new social media site is an awesome day for everyone. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.